I won several world championships, several national championships. It's 26 national and world records. Hey there, freedom lovers. Kurt Mercadante here and wanted to let you know that today's episode, and in fact, the episodes all week long, are brought to you by the Rapport Mastery Complete Virtual Sales System that's been put together by my mentor and our freedom partner, Joe Peachy. In 2020, he was ranked the number one sales trainer in the world by global gurus, and you can get his complete virtual sales system for over 60% off right now. If you're serious about selling, about increasing your revenue, whether you're a new entrepreneur, a entrepreneur, or a seasoned business owner, go check the link in the show notes to get over 60% off of this virtual sales system from internationally acclaimed sales trainer, Joe Peachy. Now, what are you gonna get with this? You get 10 courses designed to improve your sales skills, four bonus courses, that's a total of 14 courses, 53 sessions of interactive video content, a workbook to help you fast track your results. It's all virtual. The 14 courses include nine essential skills for sales success, a winning sales process, speaking your client's language, active listening, rapport mastery, powerful messaging, and 17 strategies for finding endless quality leads and so much more. It's the Rapport Mastery Complete Virtual Sales System. You can get it for over 60% off right now. Check the link in the show notes if you want to close more deals, book more appointments, recover lost revenue, take advantage of this offer, the Rapport Mastery Complete Virtual Sales System from internationally acclaimed sales trainer, Joe Peachy. Click the link in the show notes, take advantage of it today. Powerlifting, you got that statue behind you? Louis Sear, yeah. Louis Sear. I remember in the in the old days, I did the Ultimate Warrior powerlifting competition when I was in high school. Um, and thanks to powerlifting, uh, my lower back is I'm probably about an inch and a half shorter than I would be because uh, I used to muscle up squats with my back instead of my legs. You know, oh, you yeah. in the football, in the you know, you, everyone would get pumped up, and you're like, I'm going to beat them, and so you just you do like a one of those, like a ninety yeah. degree, and it's like, yeah, it's still. Deadlift, squat, bench. What are your What are your tops? What, what were you, at your peak, at your prime? Uh, Eight seventy on the squat. Wow. Bench was seven oh five, and the deadlift was six eighty. What was your favorite lift? Deadlift. Deadlift. I'll tell you why, because I was a balanced lifter. Mm-hmm. Um. And nobody, I was so good in the squat and the bench that if anybody was just a great bencher and squatter, they could never hang with me on the deadlift. Hmm. So sometimes people have things, uh, you know, I remember one of the, after a competition, we basically put our arms out and this guy who could bench the same as me his arm literally was like seven, eight inches shorter than mine. But that that advantage that he had in the bench went away on the deadlift. 
because mm-hmm. that meant he had to squat all the way down to get yeah. that bar. And I was starting in a much closer to finish position than him because my arms were, were long for a power lifter. Uh, not exceptionally long, but longer on the longer side. Um, and the other thing that I liked about the deadlift is it was, you know, squat is, there's some technique. Um, bench, there's a lot of technique. I was really considered a great technician and I spent a lot of time on it. Uh, it was almost like a magic trick with certain things that you have to do in a certain sequence to make the lift happen a certain way. Deadlift, it's just, do you have, do you have the testicular fortitude to lift that weight or not? I mean, there's, there's no special suit that you can put on that will help you lift more weight. Um, some guys did. I, I took all my equipment off and I always, uh, deadlifted in just a singlet. And I used to laugh at my competitors. I'm like, dude, you're exhausting yourself, putting yourself, you got three guys pushing and pulling on you. Your face is turning purple to put that damn suit on. And it's not going to give you one pound more. I'm going to walk up to this bar and I'm going to outpull you and there's nothing you can do about it. So that was my attitude uh, with the deadlift. It was just like, I didn't care what the score was. I knew I could put whatever I needed to do, put on that, that deadlift and make it. You know, some of these guys, I deadlifted more than a hundred pounds than, than, than them. So I wasn't, it wasn't close. I'm, yeah. Most of the time when I won a meet, I was winning by four or 500 pounds. Wow. Close meet would be a hundred pounds. So I was lucky. I, you know, my joke was I was a full-time power lifter and a part-time mattress salesman. No, it was true. I was very lucky. I had this like little window of five years where my business was so developed so well that I literally could run my business without having to do too too awful much. And it drove my competitors crazy. One of my competitors used to say, well, how often do you see Pete? Oh, I never see Pete. Well, why don't you buy from me? He goes, oh, I talk to him every day. Why would I? Why do I need to see Pete? I don't need to see Pete, and it, it drove him so crazy. He eventually became my business partner. He wanted to know what I was doing. <laughs> he could never take an account from me, even when he thought he found an Achilles heel. He couldn't take it from me because I compensated in other ways for it. I just used the phone more and used email more. But that's not a long-term recipe for success. That was just uh, me not having enough money for a red convertible, Kurt, and just curious as to how much weight I could lift. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the highest pinnacle of an award that you won? I won um, several world championships, several national championships. It's 26 national and world records. But the ones that meant the most to me, I think three times I won a lifter of the meet. I didn't even know there was a lifter of the meet award, like best lifter across all categories. I didn't even know until I won one. Uh, and I'm like, uh, and they called my name and I'm like, what did they call my name for? Uh, dude, you just won the best lifter for the meet award across <laughs> every age group and platform and I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. And then uh, 
So, so that meant more to me than the, the world titles or the national titles because they're so segmented, right? It was like, you're lifting an amateur, which means it's drug tested. There's, there's, you know, I'm not lifting against a bunch of guys doing growth hormone and anabolic steroids. And it was specific to my age group. But when you won the best lifter meet, you're going across all platforms and age groups. So that's what meant the most to me anyway. So final question is powerlifting. The lessons you learned from attaining the highest levels of powerlifting. Yeah. What of those lessons did you bring over to business? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, specialized coaching. Hmm. Um, I would drive eight hours to to lift with uh, Bill Crawford, my bench press co- coach. Um, specialized coaching, upgrading your coaching. After I bounced 600 pounds off my neck on a bench press, I decided I needed a better team and better coaches around me. Um, was lucky that I didn't get hurt really bad on that. Um, dedication. Time, consistency, paying attention to detail, um, surrounding yourself with a good team, and hiring the best coaches that you can afford or and or find, probably be the biggest lessons. Um, and there's something to be said. I remember Bob Sherman told me many years ago when I worked for CERTA, and, and Bob's one of the smartest guys in the industry. And he said, Pete, you know, I worry about you sometimes. You know, you work so hard. He goes, you don't have to work as hard as you're working. He goes, I just want you to work consistently. I just want you to just focus on doing a, a few things every day really well leave them plenty of time to do other things, enjoy your family, and you don't have to be a workaholic. You don't have to work 80 hours a week to be successful. You can work 40 to 50, 60 hours a week and be super successful as long as you're doing the right things. So being efficient and you know you call you call it flow, but having alignment with your vision and consistency with your efforts, create flow. And uh, finding your flow is is a huge part of what I learned in powerlifting. Um, you know, it's so funny. From my first to my last meet, um, my first meet, I didn't even know what the rules were. So I would say lesson number one, learn the rules. I didn't know that you couldn't go back down. I, I only knew that I call out a weight. I, I got three tries to lift a weight and I thought I could go up or down, but you can't, you can only go up. So <laughs> it was a, it was a funny experience. I, I, I missed my first two lifts. I made it on the third lift. It was a national record and it was enough to beat the next closest guy. And the guy's looking at me and he's just shaking his head. He's like, I can't believe this dude just beat me because I've always been stronger than I look. And it's uh, kind of a blessing and a curse at the same time. But yeah, the lessons that, that I, 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 there was a lot of lessons in powerlifting uh, that 
directly correspond to selling and or business. Um, some of the biggest mistakes that I see business owners make is they, they can't put their egos down enough to ask for help, mm. right? And what you learn very quickly in a sport like powerlifting is there's an objective measurement. Either you lift the weight or you don't lift the weight. If you don't lift the weight, there's no one to blame but yourself, right? Right. right? And so now you have to go back and you have to look at your preparation, right? You have to look at your technique. Could your technique get better? Could you eat cleaner? Could you get more sleep? What are the things that would contribute to a better performance? So those are the lessons I would say.